Listening to the Five Gear Show on PodcastDetroit.com. To the Batmobile. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. in danger. I'm Danny Muggs, and you're listening to the Five Gear Show. Eat it! Sounds like a lot of supernatural baloney to me. Supernatural, perhaps. Baloney, perhaps not. Five gears, baby. trip it's got a funky beat and i can bug out to it you want me to hold the chicken huh i want you to hold it between your knees Go now. Yes. Uh, yeah, you okay. counted yourself down. I counted. I <laughs> counted himself down at the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> nice way to start Mass off. Mass is not hiring. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice way to start off 2017, I guess. Uh, welcome everyone. Welcome to the Five Gear Show. How you guys doing? Good. Peachy. Peachy. Yeah, glad to be back. I haven't seen you guys in a good couple of weeks. Yeah, since last year. We uh, we took a break after our last show, which was a Frickload of fun. Yeah, we did. And I went down and did a show in Milan. So. You went into Milan, mm-hmm. prison town? My, my other prison town. I was, first, I've done Jackson, 
just where the state prison is. Now I've done Milan where the federal prison oh. is. So my career has really taken off because I'm now in the federal system. Are you getting to be a starting to get to I'm be a, a stand up prison bitch? I'm the Johnny Cash of of comedy. <laughs> there you go. That's right. There you go. Johnny Cash of stand up. I like that. I like that. Well, uh, welcome back, dude. Thanks, man. It's good to I be here. I easily haven't seen you or even really talked with you much. Yeah. Since yeah, I know. Uh, since the run through, I've been traveling. Oh, to the, Pennsylvania. The family thing. I've been traveling to Cranberry once again. Dodging Amish people. Uh, on the you know, it's the uh, it's the hip hop Amish capital of Pennsylvania, <laughs> Cranberry, Pennsylvania. Uh, we had a great time. DJ Levi, woo, rock out. <laughs> Jebediah, Jebediah on the turntable. Oh, <laughs> uh, wiki, wiki, wiki. So, um, so it's uh, you know, uh, I'm glad the holidays are over though. I think it's time to get started. Yeah, we need to return to the the bleakness and normalcy of regular everyday life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get those Christmas lights down. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Go and, back uh, to standard illumination. We're uh, we're stripped clean of all. Uh, oh really? No, Christmas we're still stuff. on Christmas illumination. Are you? No, we as uh, soon as uh, we got back, Deb. Uh, I think when we got back from our trip, in fact, the same day, after a four hour and a half hour drive, it was like, can you bring the totes up? <laughs> wow, that's so, ambitious. Yeah, so you know uh, the house looks good. Everything we got an extra room now, and uh, we're all set. So uh, so what'd you end up doing over the holiday break, dude? Well, we have a Christmas Eve party at my mom's, and then we have Christmas Day at my aunt's, and uh, I did that. I didn't. Uh, do too much in the way of shows, um, and I worked my yeah. my, my real job. So <laughs> <laughs> the one we have to do. Currently. Yeah, well, I did the show in Milan, which was which was great. It went really well. What's that called down there? Some BFE or something? What is that show? Oh, the show is called the BFE Comedy Show. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's you know. It's, it's a small town. It's uh, it's not too far from Ann Arbor, Ypsilanti. It's, yeah. It's Are you close right to the there. drag strip? I don't know. I didn't no. really see. I mean, I just followed GPS until I saw this little bar that looked like it had no hope or optimism. I'm like, that's a place. And uh, <laughs> never ran, never ran your Audi down there at Milan Dragway. No, no. <laughs> I don't have my my Audi's in the shop. I'm Still. driving a VW that doesn't have enough horsepower to do shit. So really, yeah. Last yeah. time I talked to you, which has been easily two weeks, your car was in the shop. Yeah. Well, they keep finding stuff and telling me it's going to cost more. So I think they're just going <laughs> to hang on to it till uh, I max out my American Express card. So oh, there that's you good. go. Well, that's a good. That's thing. a strategy. That's a good thing. Yeah. So you had family over, and uh, well, we had yeah. And then we did the thing at my mom's, which you do, and then the thing at my aunt's house, which uh, you know we do. And she caters in Italian food because she refuses to cook. And, uh-huh. uh, but that was good, and that's uh, cool. Yeah, no, it was it was it was good. And uh, New Year's, I just stayed home. I don't go out on New Year's really. Anymore. Yeah, we had we had the grandkids, so we stayed home, and yeah. uh, we were not really. You don't babysit when they're your grandkids, but we uh, we kept the grandkids so our our kids could go out and. Hoop it up. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, okay. But we had a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, but we were in bed by 11. So, <laughs> No, we were watching a movie. I jumped yeah. out of the movie to watch the ball drop, and then, okay, it's a new year, and then I went back to the movie. <laughs> I've seen the balls drop many times, yes. and uh, yes. I just as soon pass on that. Yeah, I'm, yes. not, I'm not ready for Ryan Seacrest. I'm, uh, I, I just saw my phone blow up because Mariah Carey's, you know. <laughs> what the hell was that all about? Th- I guess she couldn't hear herself. <laughs> when you're, and we were singing. I have sympathy for that because I was in a band, and if you have no monitors – and you can't hear yourself singing on key is really really hard. Oh, okay. You know, I mean, it's not just like you where you like to hear yourself talk and so you can crank up your headphones <laughs> till you get a hard on. I mean, she has to hear herself so she can get the right pitch and the right I key. See. But it looked bad on TV. I saw clips and it just looked real diva-ish. Uh-huh. But to people who've never been through that, I don't think they get it. You know? Yeah. So. I think a lot of people were. Uh, I seen a lot of the taglines that the the last celebrity death was Mariah Carey's. Right. On, right. Yeah. Uh, people, New Year's Eve. I heard a comic last night tell that very joke. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But so. I tell you what, though, uh, death two thousand. 
2016 uh, snatched a couple more just before it was the end. I know, huh? right down to the wire. My, my uh, George Michael on uh, Christmas Day. Christmas Day, yeah, and um, Carrie Fisher followed by her mom, right? And, and that you know what was weird about that one was I, I was reading about Carrie Fisher, and and then I thought you know at one point during the day on our trip, I said I wonder if her mom's still alive, and then I right. read oh yeah she's alive and this and that. And one of my grandkids tells me four hours later she died. Yeah, at yeah. Carrie Fisher's house. Yeah, after she made comments about wanting to be with Carrie. Well, Isn't that you crazy? know, Carrie got a lot of attention. She didn't want to be upstage, so she said, "I'm going to." So <laughs> that's the way it works with those show folk. You know, they don't they don't like to be upstage. I guess not. But, but she uh, was like 84. Carrie was young. Carrie's only 60. You know. Yeah. So yeah, but, it's a shame that anybody. Uh, I liked Carrie know. Fisher actually. Yeah. I thought she was pretty cool. She had this. Uh, Broadway one woman show thing she did it was uh-huh. really funny like you know she's very caustic and funny really and, yeah. I go way way back with her I still like her Cinnabons from uh, oh yeah Star I like Wars. that too no no I she had hot Cinnabons I had my the uh, you know requisite junior high erection from that uh, <laughs> but um, speaking of Cinnabon they got they tweeted something about her Cinnabon they, did Cinnabon did uh, I think it was Cinnabon making a comment about the best buns in the universe, and they oh, got shit. people got pissy about well, it. Well, Steve Martin had the same problem. He 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 tweeted something like, "The thing was, it was like, well, I knew she was hot, but then I found out she was smart. You know what I mean? And like he did it in that order, and so he crawled up his ass for being oh. sexist, and he had to pull the tweet. Oh, you know what I mean? Uh, and, and it was well intentioned. I mean, it was Steve nothing, Martin of all. Yeah, guys, you right? know, come on, he plays the banjo, so. <laughs> Uh, yeah, squeaky, squeaky clean. Yeah, really. I know, I know. So, but people they had to pull a tweet. You know, everyone gets so self righteous; it's terrible. Did you know that uh, they made a movie about 2016 and the deaths? Um, oh, I they wa- did. I wanted to post. A, um, I will. I'll during the show. I'll try to find the trailer. There's a movie about the deaths and the. It's like a horror movie. Well, I read. I read the free press section on everybody that died and i'm like holy shit i forgot a lot of them and yeah. and some of them i didn't even know some about people didn't get the press yeah yeah the press that they uh i mean it was have. really uh you know it was really an apocalypse <laughs> it, it was it was crazy but you know i mean i guess a lot of people were famous in the same age and so i guess they're all going to croak at the same time well i think uh there were some people out there saying you know that uh, maybe the bleeding heart should back off a little because a lot of the people that died uh, prematurely or whatnot, um, they were tied to some abuses. They had their vices, I guess. Yeah. I mean, but don't we all, though, I guess, right? I don't say anything either way about it. I mean, yeah, I mean, I thought some of them went too early and maybe drug. But, you know, Bowie went early, but he hadn't – well, he was 67, I guess. Yeah. He'd been clean forever, you know. Um, so – You know, was, some of these people that they're tasking away pretty early, and I don't think some – you know, I know some of our family members didn't, uh, didn't even know some, you know, like George Michael and – Oh, so, yeah. George Mike, so I'm sitting there at Christmas dinner. I look at my phone. It's blowing up because comics are already firing off jokes about the de- the death of George Michael. I'm not even through with my salad. And, uh, <laughs> really? And some of them were good, you know. And uh, so then I tell everybody sitting around the table, I'm like, George Michael's dead. And so that produced a fair amount of confusion, much to my surprise. Really? My right. uncle said, uh, you mean the guy who had the sex change operation? And I said, uh, no, but I think maybe you meant boy George. Is that who you meant? It's like, yeah. And then my aunt goes, his wife goes, isn't that the guy with the saxophone? 
And I said, uh, <laughs> who was she thinking of? I said, do you mean Michael Bolton? And she said, yeah. I said, well, he doesn't play the saxophone, but he has saxophone in his songs. And then somebody said, Jeffrey Figer's brother. And I said, holy shit, you think the singer from The Knack and George Michael are the same person? <laughs> and Besides that, actually, that guy passed away. Yeah, I said, Doug yeah. Figer's been dead for a while. Yeah. And I said, well, now I know for sure, thanks to you people, that history is utter and complete bullshit because none of you people can remember a goddamn thing. <laughs> so, so, George yeah. Michael played the sax, but he didn't play the sax. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I just thought I'd add that in there. But uh, so a lot of some comics had some great jokes and then people got upset. They said it's too soon. You shouldn't do that. And uh, I didn't have I felt bad because I didn't have a joke. I just had a story about the time I took a dump in the bathroom. He got arrested for lewd conduct in, in Beverly Hills at Will Rogers Park. And, really? Uh, I was just trying to connect. So I put that out on Facebook. I didn't have a joke. And how did it go on Facebook? Uh, I had a few. I had, I had a fair number of likes. I think there were some people who didn't appreciate it. I don't think I was saying anything bad. I was just saying I. That's what happened. I took a dump there. I mean, that's it. You know, <laughs> I don't think it was judging either way. I well, was just trying to show my connection to George Michael. Well, I think uh, I think you stand up guys get kind of a um, uh, what is that? You get get a bummer take sometimes because you're you're comedians. And right. let's face it, sometimes the differences in us people are what's funny. And sometimes when things happen like that, it's funny. It's it's sad funny in a way, but that's what comics do. They pluck out the funny shit or the shit that may very well be funny. And you guys do this and then everyone's everybody's also damn sensitive all the time. But it was some co- but the people that were crawling up their asses were other comics. It was a comic on comic that's why oh. comic on comic violence is the worst. So <laughs> You know, they were saying, you know, your George, your George Michael jokes aren't funny and stuff like that. I'm like, uh, you know what? It was. That was funny. And uh-huh. uh, and I don't like this whole too soon thing. I think it's bullshit. First of all, when it comes to musicians or bands or singers, I decide how soon is too soon based on how much I like their music. And it was definitely not too soon for jokes for George Michael. I'm sorry. Uh, that's you didn't also, like Faith, man? No. Nope. And that's yeah. also why I'm currently writing jokes about the death of Kid Rock, because I'm going to be ready for that one. All right? <laughs> I'm getting out in front of that. I'm not going to be late to that party. There's uh-huh. no way I'm going to be late to that party. I, I, I already blew it with George Michael. I was embarrassed. <laughs> so I'm going to be ready for Kid Rock. As soon as he gets a faint pulse, Twitter time. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> you're not, not going to miss a beat, are you? Nope. No. So did you uh, you and uh, the, the, the lovely wife uh, get a chance to just get out and get casual during time off, or was it all business for you? Get out and get casual? Yeah, you know. know. We, get out and see a show or anything? Uh, No. No? We didn't see. No, we didn't. No, we we didn't. No. Well, I got a chance to, of course, I spent, uh, we spent about three days in Cranberry um, with all of the grandkids. We had all the kids there. All the One boy wasn't there. We had pretty much the whole family, so it was a real... Uh, family festive time, and uh, all six grandkids, and never a dull moment. It was a lot of fun. I did have to get some grandpa time and get away. Right, right, I did have to jump in the car, and I drove to... Where uh, the fuck are you going to (laughs) go? Well, actually, I found up Harmony, Pennsylvania. Oh, you went from Cranberry to Harmony. (laughs) That's like switching strippers, it sounds like. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's tucked away in the mountains over there, and not too far from Cranberry, and I want to do some junking, you know, me with the... With the antiques and all, and I, I went into a place, uh, Dunn's or something, I can't remember the name, walking up to this place, and I swear to God, it looked like a serial killer probably owned this place. Wow. Oh, yeah, junkyard in the back and, uh, you know, the, the dog and the doghouse, the whole bit. And I go inside there, and, and, it, and I started to be uh, reaffirmed that I might have been walking into a trap. So you felt your sphincter tighten up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, after finding some wonderful primitive wood-type bullshit stuff, 
I'm talking to this cat, and uh, I'm I'm quite certain uh, this guy is a serial killer. Right. And there's an old lady stuffed in a trunk somewhere behind the right, counter. Right. But uh, other than that, um, it was pretty much a uh, a regular trip. You know. Yeah. Weather was good. Weather was actually better off than it is right now. Oh, for sure. It's, it wasn't it wasn't bad at all. At pretty, Christmas. Pretty shitty. Out in there fact, right it was now. kind of perfect because it was a it, there was snow on the ground for Christmas and then it melted the day after. That's what I've always wanted to have happen yeah. and I actually did that for once. But, it was uh, sloppy wet. Is your lake uh, frozen over? Or? Uh, it's been a little back and forth. People were on it like last week, you know, skating on it. Yeah, anything. I don't know if I'd trust it with the weather well, being not like it my is. weight. I wouldn't. But a guy down the, <laughs> guy down the street from me who weighs Listen like one fifty, he 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 went Maybe out about it. One fifty, one sixty is the breakoff point. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so pretty, that's pretty funny. Hey, I went into a Taco Bell on the way here. There's one right down the road here. I know that one very well. Do you actually? Like, it was there when I was a kid. So, so I went uh, there a long time. Ago. I walk in, or I don't walk in there. I drive up, and yep. I hear, I hear this voice. Hello, can I help you? Welcome to Taco Bell. Can I interest you in a burrito or whatever the fuck she said? And it's a very happy female voice. Yeah. And it's very casual, and I never for a second thought it was recorded. Oh. But it's like, so I'm like, uh, well, yeah, actually, you can give me a five-layer burrito and a couple of bean burritos. So you're hitting on a recording. <laughs> That's what you were doing. You're hitting on a so, recording. So, you know, well, she said... <laughs> So it started things off real, real uh, nice. Like, I'm and doing I'm, great with this broad, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm thinking this gal's really nice. She likes her job, that you know. And, and I'm thinking to myself, they always do a nice job at Taco Bell of making people uh, happy to work there. And then, uh, so then I order my food, and then I hear, "You want some sauce in the bag? <laughs> you want some sauce in the bag?" I want and the girl to talk to me again. That's what I want. I want the girl to talk to me again. And then I'm like, "What?" Yeah. So I had to ask the guy after I got my food. I said. Um, I said, Does, do, do, do many guys hit on the women there that they're recording right. and then uh, drive up and see you? <laughs> right. You asked him that? Sure. What did he not? say? <laughs> no way, man. And oh. that was it. So Wow. Nothing I guess he to- wasn't ready to engage you at that level. No. Okay. Well. <laughs> so there's been plenty of uh, interesting Christmas stories going on. Uh, you know, we like to do stories during the show. Tonight, by the way, I should mention, uh, we're going to kind of just talk about stories throughout the yeah. throughout the night, but I did put together a last-minute guest for our show tonight. Uh, won't be sitting in here with us, but uh, Tony Muggs, a.k.a. Dude, will be joining us uh, around 7.30 or so. We're going to play some tunes in a little bit. Uh, he's going to be at the L Club this Saturday night for a vinyl release for Kid Gloves. Um, he's also going to come into our show later on in the spring or something like cool. that. Legendary in this area from the Mugs, of right. course, and uh, uh, Kid Gloves from Dude is a fantastic record. If you ever oh, okay. have a chance to pick it up, we're going to play a couple of tracks tonight. So Dude will be on the phone with us in just a little while. Awesome. But uh, we've got a little time here. We're it's about uh, twenty minutes after seven. We're going to chat about some uh, Christmas stories. You know, people, listen. Do not try to put your dog in an ugly ass Christmas sweater. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. Dogs don't dig yeah, yeah. ugly ass yeah. Christmas sweaters. Um, police in Florida say a dog named Scarface. Att- <laughs> People make this up. a dog named Scarface attacked a family who tried attacked the family who tried to put a sweater on him. I said that wrong. The family that owns the damn dog. It wasn't just a random family trying to put a sweater on a damn dog. Right. Uh, Scarface was owned by this family who tried to dress him up for Christmas. And uh, Scarface was not too cool about that at all. Tampa police say the pit bull mix bit the 52-year-old woman that owned the dog who was trying to dress it in a ugly-ass Christmas sweater, which I can understand. I don't think you should shame a biter. You know, that's... (laughs) 
I, that that's <laughs> you name the dog Scarface and you expect it to be real friendly about that sort of thing. I'm not really sure what I'm she not, was thinking. I'm, I'm not understanding it either. But uh, she was attacked, and then the husband got attacked by the dog, trying to pull the dog off, off the wife. Off the wife. And then on top of that, police also said the couple's 22 year old son was attacked, trying to stop. Wow, the dog. that was must have been one ugly ass sweater no kidding man that dog did not want to wear that sweater no. look at me now he said <laughs> look at me now <laughs> look at you now look at you now look at yeah so all three people escaped the house and they ended up in the hospital and scarface was left walking around in the backyard huh look at you now yeah just with his pile of cocaine and <laughs> Self-satisfied that he just took on three family members and one. And a half-worn, ugly-ass Christmas Yeah. <laughs> uh, police say the animal control officers uh, shot Scarface. Ah, uh, that's shitty. They shot him with a tranquilizer oh, gun. Oh, okay. All right, all right, all right. A beanbag gun and a stun gun before they caught him. Really? So that dog went down just like Scarface did in the movie. Wow. Was he on PCP? <laughs> Holy shit. Like, Should have named him Rodney King. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> but uh, I don't know if Scarface is still alive. My guess is um, they may have had to put the dog down, but we don't have that on here. Well, it's their fault. They put the why, goddamn sweater on him. I don't a, know. Don't blame the dog. Never put an ugly sweater on a dog, Jess. Oh, yeah. The dog that like attacked them attacked and then the they family. like put it down. You're like, well, you're the asshole here. Cause <laughs> yeah, really? Don't he was you trying think? to say no by like pushing you away, pushing <laughs> yeah. you away. And then you like sweater raped him. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Sweater raped. He didn't want the sweater. That sh- somebody get on the computer, go to the Urban Dictionary. Sweater raped <laughs> needs to be in there now. That's a that's pretty. That's funny. a valid term. Good job, Jess. I we should we that. should probably mention that words. that Jess wasn't sitting here and not listening for the past fifteen minutes because she's now chiming in on the story. She was actually out of the room. So we didn't want them to think you were sleeping over there. Right. No, I wasn't being an <laughs> asshole and just ignoring the joke. So. Fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah. but uh, but she's once again doing double duty here. Yeah. And the yeah. show over at the other, on the other hallway there. Yep. And uh, you're so good at this. You're so yeah. good at this. Okay. Yeah. Hey, so we wanted to ask you, we're going to go into a break here yeah. in a few minutes, but we wanted to ask you, what? how was your holiday? It was good. I had a lot of drinking. <laughs> so my liver is very unhappy with me and ah. possibly my kidneys too, I would imagine. <laughs> oh, so you, so you got a chance to uh, load up. Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. I kind of, uh, well, I was, I got wasted on Christmas Eve. So then I missed Christmas dinner, which was at one o'clock. Who has dinner at one o'clock? <laughs> it's like, not even dinner. You shouldn't even call it that. Yeah, it's lunch. <laughs> That's it's, just a mislabeling. It's Christmas lunch. Right. They lie. Exactly. It's a lie. So. <laughs> I never really thought about it. Christmas lunch. Yeah, right. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, uh, now they're just screwing with you. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh, Christmas dinner's at one o'clock. And I'm like, eh, that doesn't really add up to me. That's, yeah. that's not I'm the, still waking up. Not the damn one, it. Yeah. I'm not, not done throwing slot. up till two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so kind of hung out that day. And Chris and I, like, I don't know, came up with some uh, stovetop, like, stuffing. <laughs> we, like, ran to 7 Eleven. Really? Yeah, it was interesting. Wow, that's a real Norman Rockwell picture you're painting for us there. Uh, it's it a so wonderful bad. life, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> that's embarrassing. But uh, either way, so and then New Year's Eve just again got pretty hammered and wow, you know, New Year's Day relaxed, so that was nice. <laughs> you guys didn't smoke the doobie wreath or anything? Oh, I I smoked a lot of pot over the holidays. Yeah, a whole well, that's, lot. That's good. But he quit, so. Temporarily. <laughs> really? Is that, I was going to say. Has that produced any friction or are you just happy to have the extra supply on hand? Yeah, no, I'm pretty happy. Exactly. Option two. <laughs> He's 
not smoking all my weed anymore. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Well, I'm glad you had a great time while you're off. We uh, yeah, we all missed you. We missed you. I missed you yeah, guys. I missed you too. I yeah. really, really did. So group hug. Yeah. I know. Well, you know, there's mics, but we'll do that on break. <laughs> but yeah, I did miss you guys. So I'm glad that you all are back. We're yeah. back. We're, We're back. Glad. Bringing you meat from the mitten state. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Um, yeah, we got a. We're gonna have a great Jay, year. Cool presents. Did I get any cool presents? Um, I got stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Stuff. I, yeah, I just got things. You know, I'm really not a. I, I actually would like to not get gifts for the holidays. Oh, well, yeah, I'm I'm, a, I'm cool with that. Yeah. I got so much crap. Yeah, you know? with your and business, it's like your side yeah, business. my side business. I can fall into a a load of old dusty shit anytime. But I uh, I'm cool with what I got, and it was, it was a nice modest uh, haul. What about you? I got something real cool. Uh, so my dog died in November, and uh, my wife found a company where you take pictures of the dog to the company and okay. they make a replica, a stuffed replica. I've said for years I want to stuff her when she dies, but we couldn't find the taxidermist that would do it. Wow. But they have, a, they have a company where they'll actually take pictures and they'll make a stuffed animal of Aww. your dog. Really? And it looks just like her. Wow. I mean, like we it sits on the bed and we're like, whoa, you know, we keep forgetting. You know, it's really. Really? Yeah, yeah. So I've been kind of missing my dad. So I took some pictures of him over there and uh, <laughs> uh, going to see how they can do with that, you know. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of like, uh, you know, uh, Norman Bates means Lassie. It's kind of cool. Um, <laughs> well, if you're going to get your dad, if you're going to get your dad stuffed, okay, if yeah. you're thinking about it, what, obviously you spent quite a few years with your dad. What would be, you'd have to have a scene, right? That have to be. Kind of recreated. Oh yeah, it's pretty easy. Um, what would it be then? That's a chair um, with a scotch uh, <laughs> on a TV tray, um, an ashtray that's overflowing with ashes, a football game on the TV set, and then just a bunch of Budweiser cans all around the <laughs> chair. <laughs> Memories. Yeah, that would that would be the motif. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. So. Well, great. Did you guys already talk about what you did over the holidays, I take it? Well, we did well, a little bit. We didn't yeah. have much. He he bounced around between uh, towns named after strippers in Pennsylvania. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. What about you, though? I mean, uh, pretty much other than the, the drinking and the doobage, you uh, just laid low? Yeah, that was pretty did much Did you have it. to work a lot nice. at the station while we were off? No, not too much at all. No. So I had like a week of like decompressing, drinking, and yeah, I think a lot, a lot of the shows were nice. off, weren't they? Yeah. Uh, during the yeah. break, during the Absolutely. holiday. A lot of people are out of town and stuff as in family. So, right. you know, there's that. Okay. Well, good. Way. Good. Yeah. Hey, guys, we're going to play some tunes here. Uh, as everybody knows, we're bringing meat from the Mitten State every uh, Thursday night at 7 o'clock, 7 to 9 here on PodcastDetroit.com. And uh, no exception tonight. We've got some great tunes lined up. Uh, music from Earth Engine, Dollhouse, Seatbelts, In the Whale from Colorado. We've also got uh, Those Hounds here in just a second, plus a couple of tracks from Dude. On the other side of this music break here, uh, Tony Muggs, a.k.a. Dude, will be joining us uh, by telephone. And we'll chat with him for a bit. they got a big vinyl release show this weekend at the Elk Club in downtown Detroit. Uh, we're going to take a break, fill up our drinks. Uh, she might try to sneak a doobage in there, whatever we're going to do. And, uh, oh, I'm not supposed <laughs> Just to say kidding. anything? Okay. It's a violation of station policy. <laughs> <laughs> January 20th. <laughs> Uh, they'll be shaking a finger at you, they will. Uh, January 27th at Smalls with Bogart, Red Robe, and Iron Downey Jr. doing a debut show. This band, Those Hounds, will be there. From their album, Mother Earth is Sick, here's Thunder Overhead. This is the Five Gear Show here on PodcastDetroit.com.
five gear show here bringing you me from the mitten state every thursday night seven o'clock seven to nine o'clock here on podcast detroit uh music there from dude that was uh kid gloves not exactly where i should be that is a great freaking track and uh, we got another one lined up for you in just a minute but before we do we have the man who put that music together on the line tony aka dude are you out there hey what's going on <laughs> there you are how, how you doing man really good it's it's been a while it's been a while you and i haven't chatted in some time you have a great big thing coming up this weekend that we're all looking forward to uh so how you been doing how you've been busy guy right yeah i've been busy um for the last year we've uh the the band that i put together which is dude um really cool guys charlie palazzola steven garcia and uh todd glass from the mugs Excellent. We've been working hard on writing another album, but in the meantime, uh, we, um, we toured Spain back in uh, November of this month. Yeah, that's pretty killer. Last month. How did that go over there? You spent, uh, what, about 13, 14, 15 days, something like that? Well, it was, uh, I think it was 19 days, but it was 13 shows in 16 days, so it was Ooh. pretty intense. Um, but it was fun. You know, humble beginnings for a new band, uh, virtually no recognition, and uh, but you know that the crowds were great and enthusiastic, and uh, I was I was proud of the boys because I, I just cared that we played well and we were professional. <clears throat> and uh, boy, did we play at a high level! And we won over every crowd. It, you know, the crowds were similar to Detroit <clears throat> in so far as you know. Sometimes we played to two hundred people. Sometimes we played to twenty, but uh-huh. um, it didn't matter because. Uh, at the end of the night, we won them over, and it was, uh, you know, it, it's just a good feeling when you're doing something on your own, and uh, it, it, you can translate uh, to so many people. Well, that's great, man. Now, that's not uh, easily not your first rodeo over there in Spain as an artist in general, right? You've been you've been there plenty. It's your it's your it's your second home in a way, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. Um, in uh, the mugs, um, who uh, you know, D- Danny Mugs is my brother, and. Uh, and we, we got in the door in, in 2007, uh, the Paybacks, to, uh, another great Detroit band. Uh, oh, look yeah. up the Paybacks if you're wondering yep. who the Paybacks are from Detroit. They they brought us over in 2007, and from there, uh, we went over there uh, again in 2010 on our own. And then uh, we've been working with this um, promoter uh, located in Madrid from uh, 2012, 13, and 15. Uh, the Mugs went over there. So it's been, this is my sixth time going over as dude, but five, uh, five previous times uh, Fantastic. going over as the mugs. Fantastic. Now, um, the music that dude does, I mean, first off, everybody knows the mugs, and you guys are just serious face melters when it comes to rock and roll. <laughs> and um, now dude kind of brings a little bit different approach. 60s and 70s, kind of a, a throwback sound, but not a throwback to the point of, of old i mean it still sounds fresh as a daisy and uh well thanks what, what kind of influences and drives uh are, are behind all of this dude i mean that puts well, the sound together you know for you. I've, I've always been this kind of songwriter um and uh you know as soon as i could put two chords together i was writing songs and trying to write lyrics and melodies um and um it just kind of came about uh, naturally to to me as a songwriter but then, you know, of course, uh, I'm sure a lot of people know that I had a stroke uh, when I was 28, and that kind of sidelined me for a long time. And um, I didn't I just I was trying to get my body together, and um, you know, as you know, I lost my uh, lost my speech, so I had to learn how to speak again and right. walk again, and 
you know, it's just a big mess at first. But once I got my bearings, um, I recorded kid gloves with a good friend of mine. His name is Bobby Emmett. Oh yeah. And, um, then, uh, fast forward to 2015, uh, my good friend, Steven Garcia, who's the rhythm guitar player in dude. Um, he was just, uh, waxing ecstatic about kid gloves and why haven't I put together a band? Why am I not playing live shows? And I didn't have a good answer. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> the, the mugs went to, uh, Spain or Europe, um, that, uh, later that month. And I just said, uh, Stephen, don't be surprised if I come calling after we get back from Europe and we're going to, we're going to put this band together and it's going to be you and me. And, um, then, you know, Charlie Palazzolo fell into place. I met Charlie. He was in a, uh, he's a wonderful lead guitar player. And I met him, uh, when I was in a blues band with, uh, the great poet from Wayne state, ML Liebler. Oh, wow. Okay. And, uh, yeah. So it just kind of fell together that way. And, uh, you know, Todd is, uh, my other brother in the mugs and he, uh, he, uh, admires and, uh, I admire him. He admires my songwriting. So, um, I asked him if he'd be in the band and, uh, he said, yes. So, you know, I, I've always written that way. Um, I've always written in a kind of like, I don't want to say a Beatles style, but it, you know, uh, I've, I've gotten a lot of compliments that, Hey, kid gloves kind of sounds like the Beatles, but it's, it's dude, but it's the Beatles. And, right. uh, I mean, that's just amazing to me that, uh, people think that, um, my, my style is even close to you know, the best band in, in ever, you know, those, those people are not off the mark at all because it has a, a, a Beatle esque sound to it, but you didn't steal it. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Some people go so far into it that they really are just regurgitating a Beatles thing. You still, it's dude. It's dude, and it's got it's got fringes of the Beatles in it for sure. Well, well, thank you. And uh, and you know, and the uh, and everybody knows after your your health issues, um, it's really a uh, your work that's out there is a testament of your uh, your strength, your spirit, man. And we're glad that uh, you are back on track with things. Dude is a fantastic band. Kid Gloves is really a killer record. Let's talk about the show this Saturday night. Now you're going to be down at the L Club there in Detroit, right? Yep, it's on West Werner, and uh, the doors are at 9. The first band is out at 10. Uh, some of my great friends, uh, uh, first of all, Honey Babe, if you haven't checked them out, they're going on first at 10 o'clock. And then uh, the, the great and mighty, the High Strung, are uh, playing uh, middle slot. And then dudes going on. And if you don't know the High Strung, they, they're they pretty underground famous. Uh, they have the... Uh, uh, the song for the uh, soundtrack for Shameless. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the Showtime sensation Shameless. Their their song plays every time there's an episode. That's at, pretty at, cool. At the beginning. I didn't. Uh, I didn't know that. Yep. Yeah, um, and not a lot of people do. They don't. They don't go around bragging about it. But I can brag for them because <laughs> they're a fantastic band and. Uh, Josh and I have been friends for a long time. He's the lead singer and uh, songwriter. They have a wonderful band around them. Um, Stephen Palmer plays lead guitar. And Chad uh, is an, a wonderful bass player, and Derek is the drummer. And I, I just can't say enough about them. So they are, every time I... With that. They are a great band. You have a solid lineup for that show. It should be pretty exciting. That time again at the L Club this Saturday is 9-ish? Yeah, uh, doors are at 9. It's uh, $10 uh, to uh, it's all ages, which is awesome. Absolutely. And uh, dude will be going on at around 1130. And so 
when we uh, we toured Spain, um, I had it in mind that I would come out with a vinyl for my first time, and I had it pressed in Spain. And so, it, knowing how much time you have in vinyl, and because of Kid Gloves, the CD was only 32 minutes, I, uh, I knew I could squeeze on a couple bonus tracks. Oh, excellent. So Great. This vinyl is limited edition. There's only 330 copies Ooh. ever. And... Um, and there's two bonus tracks that you can't get uh, on the CD. Another reason so, to go see you guys on Saturday. Now, this is yeah. going to be available down there. Uh, limited run vinyl from Spain, uh, delivered by Dude himself, ready for your turntable, <laughs> big time. Excellent. I'm going to have to get me one for sure. Get some Spanish vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, you got other merch out there. I noticed on your Facebook page. And, um, and of course, you are at, uh, I believe it's uh, IamDude.Bandcamp. Uh, yes. People- and as, as a matter of fact, I'm working on that right now as we speak. Uh, for a limited time, I'm going to be uh, uh, permitting anyone who comes to the website iamdude.bandcamp.com to download those two bonus tracks for free. Ooh. So that if you're a you're a fan of Dude, uh, you can get, um, you can get those two bonus tracks from the vinyl uh, for free. And then uh, I'll probably take it down in a month. But I just want everyone to uh, you know if you're interested, you know, get it now while you can. Excellent. And, well, uh, somebody who hasn't yeah. heard of you, uh, they've just been under a mushroom, dude, because uh, because you've been out there and you're working hard. All three of you guys in the mugs are working hard. I love the the sound of uh, dude and uh, looking forward to the show on Saturday. Uh, you said earlier while we were talking, I know we're going to cut you loose here in a minute, but you were said you are working on some new music for uh, this year at some point, right? Yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, um, on the 14th and 15th of this month, we're getting into the studio to cut our new album, um, Dude's second album. And I already have the title. I've written the whole thing. Uh, it'll be 11 tracks. Okay. And uh, we're just uh, going to approach it the same way. We're going to take our time with it, get it right. Uh, production value's got to be... I'm, I'm very specific about the pr- production value, but um, it's going to be fun. And it's going to be more psychedelic rock than uh, Kid Gloves was... It's kind of, uh, you know, it's kind of cathartic for me. I was writing up. Uh, there's a lot of heavy issues that I'm writing about. I'm writing about, you know, a meeting in the hospital, me almost dying. Right. A lot of like personal issues. And um, but I had to turn the page ultimately, and I start, I wanted to start having fun again. Uh-huh. Not that kid club isn't isn't fun. I, I just wanted to make the mood a little bit lighter. So yeah, psychedelics can be fun. Yeah. 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 Excellent. Oh, we'll be looking forward yep. to that. Any dropped uh, drop dead month on that, or is that's gonna gonna be a ways out yet? Then, yeah, that's gonna be a ways out. Uh, if uh, if you know, I'm not gonna put any time limit on it. Uh, let's just say in the future, future, future. <laughs> <laughs> well, excellent. Hey, dude, thanks for joining us tonight. We really appreciate you taking the time to call us. And everybody out there, get out from under your mushroom this weekend. The L Club downtown Detroit. Go to a dude on Facebook. All the information is there. We've also got it on our Five Gears uh, Facebook page as well. Dude, the high strung and what's that third band again? There, dude. Honey, babe, and you'll yeah. remember that name after a couple more years because they're excellent young men, and they, uh, I, I can't wait to see them. Excellent. It's a vinyl release party, and it's going to be a great time at the L Club this Saturday night. Dude, thanks very much for uh, joining us, and uh, we'll see you on Saturday, my friend. All right. Thank you so much for the support. Thanks a lot. Take it easy. Uh, We're going to go into a track here. Dude, stay on the line if you can there. We're going to go into another track off Kid Gloves. This is In the Next Pocket on the Five Gear Show. Enjoy. 
Street and College Boulevard. A man stands selfishly alone. Ain't got no money for a car. So he's happy to walk just as far as he can go. Cause in that pocket, in that pocket, you know. Something for the stomach, a little whiskey ghost. Go in the next pocket, in the next pocket he goes. How are you, sir? Hey man, where have you been? Sorry boy, you're out of luck again. Another shot at
Well, uh, <laughs> I had to take a pee break, so we snuck another song in there. Uh, that's In the Whale, uh, Whiskey, Gin, and Beer. Uh, those cats are from Colorado, and they are high. That's from Full Nelson. In front of that, great music from Dude. In the next pocket from Kid Gloves. Uh, very cool dude. Yeah, very literally, cool. Literally a cool dude. Yes, dude is. Dude is a cool dude. Dude is a cool dude. Hardworking guy. I was uh, talking to him briefly on the phone after. You know, the first time I met him, I knew of the mugs and everything, and I hadn't met the band or anything, but uh, the first time I met this guy, it was real clear to me that uh, this guy means business, and he's a hardworking guy. He pays attention to detail. And... Uh, if you listen to the music, both the mugs and dude, you realize this guy has got it together. And uh, it's really some good stuff. It's going to be a great show this Saturday at the L Club around 9 o'clock there. Downtown Detroit. Go to uh, Dude on Facebook. All the information is there. Show them some love. Uh, they've got some great merch, uh, great music. And uh, support. Support some local music. Go buy some you dude. Buy you some dude. <laughs> <laughs> Must be weird at the show. Everybody's going, dude, dude, dudes. <laughs> Like, dude. like your friends are just walking in all night. <laughs> what's, that, what's, what's, that, uh, what's that one scene from Dude, Where's My Car? When the, the guy's got sweet on his back and the other guy's got the tattoo of Dude. They, yeah. just, mine say they sweet. keep going, Dude. What does mine say? Dude. No, but really, what does mine say? Sweet. What does mine say? Dude. No, really. Sounds, like, uh, sounds like you enjoyed that movie. Yeah, I watched it like 10 times. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, FiveGears.com. Did you know we have a website? We haven't talked about it in a long time. Yeah, I yeah, knew yeah. it existed. Yes. I knew you, <laughs> it's out there, folks. Uh, FiveGears.com. It uh, needs a little bit of a facelift, but uh, we'd love you to join us. We're going we're gonna to reel you in with some interesting things throughout 2017. FiveGears.com. Um, join us, won't you? We also have a YouTube page. Got a few things on there. Some right. of the rants. Basically, they're Steve rants is what we should call Just them. But Steve it's... losing his shit on the show. <laughs> Pretty much losing his shit. But that's shit. always awesome. Yeah. So there's that. <laughs> there is that. There is that. Just and say Phil Collins and watch him go. <laughs> Just wind it's like Niagara up. Falls. Slowly I turn, <laughs> step by step. <laughs> so uh, we did talk about, first off, uh, that last show we had before this one here. God, was that fun. That was a r- laugh, Ryan. Peggy Beatty was with us. I was exhausted. I, we it laughed was. so much. I, it, I got home. I was tired. Like, it was from laughing so much. You know, and and She's I don't so want to. Awesome. I, 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 Peggy, first off, Peggy Beatty, Billy Reno, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Scott Roman uh, right. from Detroit Area Weather, uh, Steve, Jess, and myself. I think I'm not missing anybody, right? Right. Well, mm-hmm. Scott brought his wife or girlfriend. Oh, that's right. And then uh, Dean Beatty was in the corner. Dean Beatty. That's right. Um, it was so much fun, and you know, I listen to the shows. I know you guys catch the shows periodically, and yeah. uh, sometimes I listen for a critique mode. Right. But damn it, I was laughing my ass <laughs> off. I experienced it with you guys, but I found it funny as hell. Yeah. Episode 63, and I think I pissed a little. Yeah. Uh, maybe just I think when bit. I'm in a bummed out mood, I might go back to that show and be like, I know this will put me in a good mood. It was so much fun. <laughs> we had really a lot was. of fun. Yeah, uh, yeah. We had a lot of fun with little masochistic Mickey in the... Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and the rubber and whatnot. Well, but. you really, you really, you know, the, it was the finishing touches when you wrote "slut" on his chest. I think uh, <laughs> that was uh, it's that attention to detail that I admire. Uh, uh, thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> uh, but now we're in a new year. The holidays are past, and we have a new year. We did at, we did talk about New Year's resolutions, and uh, I remember we really didn't have any. But I just have a list of shit I wish would happen without any effort on my part. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I like to lose 30 pounds. Which TV show can I watch that'll make that happen? <laughs> that's kind of how I, that's how I view resolutions, you know? <laughs> I like it. <laughs> and I was trying to find a way to take my ADHD and, like, have seven or eight different things I have to do. Right. And then just do a little bit of each one of them. 
all within a period of time and then just keep switching between them. And eventually all eight things will get done. Oh, that's I'm going to try to find that's a way to bad idea and try to harness my <laughs> not being able to pay attention to one project. That's so you I'm, just want to turn it into multitasking aggressively, I guess. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, but the new year is here. And, uh, you know, 2017 is a long ways away from when we were kids. Back uh, most, well, two of us were well, kids yeah, in the just, 70s. It's yeah. a long way away for me, too, yeah. because I'm going to be 34 in February. <laughs> wow. Wow. We better carbon date you. Yeah. <laughs> we better cut know? the rings around her legs to see how old she is. Uh, Son of a bitch. Yeah. I mean, I'm, <laughs> listen, uh, it's 2017. I'm already disappointed. I mean, when we were kids in the 70s, we thought for sure by this point in history, we'd all have spaceships. That's all I can say. Uh, yeah. I watched Lost in Space. That took, shit took place in 1997. <laughs> the Jetsons. I don't even know what year. The, we're living in Jetsons years now. I'm we sure are. of it. We right? are. Me. No Positive. spaceships, right? No, no. Well, not for us anyways. Right. No. I didn't sit around in the 70s going, you know what, man? I hope that someday I can type my thoughts into a phone and have a bunch of people I barely know judge them. I didn't sit around <laughs> doing that. You know? I said, you know what I want? I want to be in a situation where I'm stuck behind an asshole in traffic and I can pass him above or below. That's what I want. Right? Absolutely. Instead, what do we got? We got Facebook, drones, and unprecedented access to pornography. And uh, the last one's pretty good after. But, uh... No one's complaining about that. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty good development. Except for yeah. Christian. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't know. There's, there's some secrets there. At least when they're around their church people, but when they're alone, that's different. Oh, don't situation. you remember when they caught Jimmy Falwell or Jerry Falwell with all the porn in his car and everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's nah. That's it's not mine. Not mine. <laughs> I don't know how that got there, officer. Someone planted it. Yeah, in my someone car. planted all those hustlers <laughs> under my seat. Sure, sure. <laughs> I was using it for research. I was just trying to buy the one where I was asshole a month. That actually happened, by the way. <laughs> that was a real thing. Jerry Falwell was Hustler? asshole a month. Yeah, yeah. In Hustler, right? That's that's where they put the head over an asshole. Right? <laughs> yeah. I think I remember that. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Well, I know my history. Um, so. So, so you're a little disappointed with 2017. Well, the whole millennium, really. I mean, we should have had spaceships, you know, well before now. And it's just another year without spaceships. That's all I'm saying. I guess. I guess. You know, I don't know. You know, it's New Year's. Reset the calendar. Try this shit again. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> well, now I'm disappointed. Well, you know, if you've been through so. enough of them, it's, you know, and then you watch the, you watch the, I, I've never got, have you ever gone to Times Square to watch the, hell no. You know. No, that's on my bucket no, list, no, though. No. Is it really? Because yeah. uh, I'll tell you what. I would never stand out there in the cold shoulder to shoulder with strangers occasionally wetting myself uh, just to watch a ball <laughs> drop. I mean, I might do it if instead of the ball, they dropped Ryan Seacrest from a tall building. That go. would get me out there, there you for go. sure. You know? I'm all for that. He's just like a rogue ventriloquist dummy. Like, uh, you know, He really doesn't have any personality. At least, I, I don't know, Dick Clark to me, maybe I grew up in that era. Dick Clark. It's always about Dick Clark. Yeah, I think I yeah. think he had personality. Seacrest doesn't doesn't he give did. doesn't give me any wood. I'm not sure that Dick had a lot more I, personality than Ryan does, but okay. Um, <laughs> you don't think so? No, I, I think they found the closest thing they could find a Dick Clark with <laughs> with Ryan Seacrest. But well, I uh, just had to find my uh, uh, way to segue into the first time I said wood for 2007. Yes, yeah. we hadn't had any bell ringing. No, right. not at all. And it's already 7:57. So <laughs> the bed is back. Yes. Well, let's take a look at uh, a little bit more news. How about we uh, look at the uh, the world of um, where do I want to go here? Hmm. The Hatchimals. Yeah, I was going to find a YouTube video for this. I think I'm just going to let somebody else do that. Maybe Jess could do that. The Hatchimals. The Hatchimals. Uh, fuck me. 
uh, okay. video. Try to find that, and maybe we can play that. Uh, the Christmas season's hottest toy may also have the foulest mouth, Stephen. A Furby, yeah, a Furby-like toy featuring bird-like creatures that hatch from eggs was all the rage with the kids this year. Now, some of the parents are doing some of the raging themselves. Uh, one parent in particular from Vancouver, British Columbia, is Nick Galigo. He's a father, uh, and he bought a hatchimal for his six-year-old son. And he says it has a potty mouth. Yeah, Stephen, I know you're amazed. Uh, Galigo told CTV Vancouver Island that he was pretty sure that little Hatchimal said, fuck me. <laughs> and uh, Galigo posted a video of his cursing Hatchimal on YouTube, which uh, we may be trying to find right now. Um, I seen a couple of the videos when I started to read the story. And to me, it just sounded like some of the Hatchimals were having sex. Actually, and that's what you're going to end up finding, Jess. They sound like they're moaning. It sounds like a, an old, uh, like a uh, adult adult film. Well, I didn't, I didn't, I listened to his video. I think he was just hoping it said "fuck me" so he could poke his dick at it a few times and see if he could crack it. <laughs> but I wasn't even aware of Hatchimals until this story because I don't have kids and I'm not a pedophile. And so, um, you know, I had to do. I, did, I guess what it is though, it's a big egg and you stroke the egg, literally, and you shake it up and down a little bit, and then. Eventually, it's supposed to break open, and then yeah. a bird is there. Well, looking. I didn't know about Hatchimals I didn't know either. About it. No, I didn't know either until two of my granddaughters uh, out of the six Found there. It. Okay, two of the granddaughters got these Hatchimals, and they couldn't wait for them to hatch, and they actually busted them open beforehand. But other than that and this story, I didn't know anything about Hatchimals. Did you find the Galigo story, or which one did you find? I found... It says, fuck me, <laughs> Hatchimal... All right, go ahead and play it. Yeah. Let's, let's hear what it Pinguala is. speaks on Christmas well, just, morning. Let me, let me straight, there, is that the one? There, there, right. is the idea, there is the ability to make it say what you want, and he is didn't there? do that. Because there was another story I saw where somebody like got it to say it, and it did sound like it there, but then there's his, his uh, clip. Oh, it sometimes copies what you say? I think so. Yeah, that's what I read well, in one of the Gee, things. that's a great design. That's a great idea. Of course somebody's going to fuck that up. Or screwed with that. Of I don't course. know. If I were a kid with one of those things, I'd be the one doing all the swearing, not the fucking egg. I mean, they <laughs> they used to have a few years back. They had that uh, big parrot. That's that was a big parrot, and, and it would it would repeat what you said, right? And we used to walk around and say, "Hey, blow me," right? And it would just say, "Hey, blow me," right? You know? Yeah, right. Right. this is kind of similar so it's to that. hours and hours of fun for a kid. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and go ahead and play that video. Yeah. Uh, video, Jess. This is a long process. Oh, I can't go to sleep again. No, no, no. That's really tough on this thing. <laughs> all that, all that work. I'll probably say that too. Sounds like somebody's smacking booty in that uh, video. Yeah, I can't see the screen, but I don't know. it just sounds like a felony. Uh, <laughs> uh, I didn't hear. I didn't hear "fuck me," but I did hear something that I sounded like it. Did. I didn't hear that. I don't think that's the one that we no. originally had. But uh, I mean, there's a whole controversy about these things because they weren't even working. Forgetting the swearing, it wasn't working right. No, they uh, they're dying or they're not. Yeah, even they, yeah, I like that. The kids ha- the kids hatch it and then it dies. <laughs> that's. That's awesome. It's like, don't worry, the Easter Bunny will give you a therapist. Like, that's great. Yeah. 
What'd you get for Christmas, Ashley? Disappointment. Oh, <laughs> same as last year. Huh? Okay, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, or they're dying just shortly after uh, they hatch, and uh, I guess this is a pretty big problem, like you say, because uh, the company uh, Spin Master out of Toronto had to. Uh, Jump on Facebook immediately and uh, damage control. Spin a damage control story, absolutely, and they uh, tried to address the complaints, which uh, were, of course, the non-hatching and the uh, dying uh, short life. (laughs) And apparently, these things are pretty expensive. Somebody in our family actually bought like six of them and sold a bunch of them online. But even if it works, it's a single-use toy. I mean, once the thing hatches, you don't get to like put it back in the egg and do it again. I don't think. No, it didn't look like it. It's like that's it. Okay, there it is. Right. Super dumb. Yeah. Well, it's smart if you're going to sell a lot of them, I guess. You know, I, you know, I guess mm-hmm. I'm from the old days where just a big piece of wood was fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. When my dad was done hitting me with it, he just gave it to me with a bow on it. Here, that was this, so sweet. Here, this switch is yours. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. What a guy. Yeah. I can't wait to pick out a nursing home. Uh, <laughs> Hey, we're going to play a track here, guys, real quick, okay? Uh, we got the Barbicans on the turntable. God Save the Fuzz. Uh, some classic stuff here, a little garage music for you. And we're going to get together, look at our stories here. On the, on the other side of this, we're going to tell you some of the people that are going to be joining us in the weeks to come here on the Five Gear Show. Bringing you me from the Mitten State right here on PodcastDetroit.com. Together we 
The Barbican's right there from God Save the Fuzz, and I Know You. Love that uh, garage music, uh, Barbican's. Uh, that goes back to the early 2000s, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, welcome back to the Five Gear Show here, podcastdetroit.com. We bring you me from the Mitten State, JB, Stephen, Jess, back 2017, first show. We're back. It's cold in here tonight, isn't Happy it? Happy New Year, everyone. Hey. Yeah, it is. Low. It is. Happy yeah. New Year. Yeah. Did, a little chilly. We should be official. Happy New Year, you yeah, guys. Happy and, New Year. Happy. <laughs> <laughs> He's so excited about 2017. You're such a happy dude. What's going to be so different? Actually, you know what? I am going to really enjoy the first 19 days of this year. Um, <laughs> just really enjoy those first 19 days. Nice, <laughs> nice. Before the apocalypse. Before yeah. the apocalypse. Exactly. Yeah. I've got a whole ton of uh, Biden and Obama Oompa, means. Before President Oompa Loompa moves into the White House or wherever he's going to be. You know, it's, uh, it's just uh, spooky. It's scary, isn't it's it? It's just ridiculous. He needs to get the fuck off Twitter, I think. For yeah, I really don't want to read the State of the Union address on Twitter. You know what I mean? 140 characters at a time is going to be difficult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. You know, I have mixed feelings about the whole thing, but it's just it's too unstable for me. It's spooky. Well, he also needs to not talk because of the fact that every time he opens his mouth, he just sounds like an idiot. He just jumbles words together and they fly out of his mouth and not one of them is a quotes air quotes, yeah. big word at if, all. Like he's extremely uneducated if, and he always sounds like an idiot. If by some That's chance, scary. if by some chance he does things that help our country, great. Yeah. But when he talks, it's hard to believe that he's going to. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. no, I mean, come on. Look, first of all, all the intelligence agencies are saying the election was messed with by the Russians. And he goes on and says, you know, these computers, uh, well, I know a lot about hacking, which is complete bullshit. And he's like, these computers, I don't know, they're fast, but nobody knows what they're doing. And uh, we better just, why don't we just leave it alone and get on with our lives? That's what he said. Let's get on with our lives. I'm like, well, I guess you would say that when it came out your way, wouldn't you? Uh, that's a pretty natural response. Uh, let's just get on with our let's lives. Let's just move on, shall We're we? just going to be such good friends with the Russians like we never have been before. And I think we should all be very excited about that. I know. Well, we'll, we'll see, right? So he's uh, he takes over office. So what's the date? January 20th. January Hence my joke 20th. about the first 19 first days. First 19 days, January 20th. Told that joke in uh, East Lansing on Tuesday night, and uh, a lot of the college kids aren't too aware of when an inauguration happens, so that's <laughs> that's. Uh, Has he been know. able to get anybody to play that? Uh, you know, artists, uh, celebrities? Uh, I heard Kid Rock and Ted Nugent. The Nugent signing out. That's a shock. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> go yeah. figure, right? I knew Kid Rock was there. Was yeah, yeah. I... Uh, I think he probably tried to get Mariah Carey after the New Year's Eve thing, <laughs> figuring he could lowball her, lowball her after that performance. You know I mean? You're not getting your standard rate. <laughs> very funny, very funny, Steve. You're always a funny fucker. Stephen R. Hansen is his uh, technical Twitter name. Stephen R. Hansen. Go find him on Twitter and uh, follow him because he is bl- he, he's like blowing his funny wad all day long here and there. Uh, how's, how's that for a tagline, right? I'm not sure I love it, but uh, let's, let's work with it. <laughs> uh, let's work with it. Uh, throughout the day, he is uh, always uh, shooting funny stuff out there. It like, oh, doesn't sound right either. <laughs> Somehow you're bringing cum into every reference, and I'm not sure how that helps. <laughs> Most of your tweets are also on He's here. a very ejaculatory humorist is what he is, and uh, we're just trying to find the right uh, words to convey that to you folks <laughs> he is uh most of his tweets are also on his facebook page steve hansen uh you can follow him either uh or uh he's on this show but he has a whole other dark side of himself <laughs> where uh where he does uh, stand up 
<clears throat> excuse me, all over the state. And um, gosh, yeah, I mean, if you live near a half-empty bowling alley somewhere in Michigan, I may be performing there. Uh, <laughs> hey, let's so. talk about some of your gigs while we're on the subject. Well, I, I don't remember them all, but Sunday night's the next. <laughs> the next one that's important is Sunday night. I'm going to be in Bay City at Chet's Bar as part of Mike Ball's The Future of Comedy uh, series. And uh, let me see. That show starts at uh, eight o'clock. Okay. Chet's Bar is at. You're 1, reminding 000, me of Billy right now because <laughs> 1001 South Madison <laughs> Avenue, Bay City, Michigan. So that's uh, that's right. uh, that night, and I have one in Flint a week from Friday. I don't remember where it is yet. Uh, so, yeah, do you ever post your shows on Twitter, or is Twitter pretty much for the jokes? Twitter is for the jokes. Okay, and, you know, so they have people, to be short jokes, right? Exactly. So if people want to follow your uh, your shows and what you're doing, uh, Facebook's the best way to go. Yeah, Steve Hansen. I mean, Twitter is really only good for short jokes and uh, presidential communications of serious importance. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> that's really what the platform was for. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, <clears throat> coming up in the coming up next week, uh, Jarrett Coral will be joining us. Did I tell you that, Steve? Off mic, yes, yes, I did. Jarrett Coral, the owner and operator of Jet Plastic Recordings, yes. a very young uh, entrepreneur, boy record mogul. He is <laughs> so wise past his years. It oh is my god, unbelievable. I know. I know. He was in with us briefly when the Illiches were here, but I'd have to say. The Illich's circus side of it, um, we weren't able to talk to Jared a whole lot. It was a great show. Right, The Illich's right. are a lot of fun, and um, but we didn't get a chance to talk to Jared, so we asked him to come back in, and we're going to focus on his Jet Plastic Recordings label. That's cool. And yeah, some of the great fun. successes that uh, he's having right now, and uh, the sky's the limit, really, yeah. for this guy. He's um, Yeah, I've never met a guy his age that's like that. It's, he's really interesting. Pretty so impressive. Be, He'll yeah. be with us next week. Uh, we're also uh, in... Uh, Contacts with Escape Room Novi to see if we can get them to join us here in the next couple of weeks. Um, you know, that's where you go in there and you try to get the hell out of there and you, well, pay, that you was pay people. What, uh, well, I'm not sure it's oh, the same okay. guy. Yet. All right. I'm not sure it's right. the same guy, but it's where you go into a place with a, try to get five out. other people and try to get out and, and you pay right. for that. Some people call it jail. Uh, <laughs> Some people call it escape rooms. So uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's becoming uh, quite a new uh, fun thing to do, apparently. Me, I, I don't know. I don't like to be locked up. But, I don't need to pay for it. I just need to drive while intoxicated, and sooner or later, someone's <laughs> going to put me in that situation. <laughs> so true. So true. Uh, also, uh, Kristen Easy and the rest of uh, Unlimited Head will be joining us at some point here in the next few weeks uh, because the Hamtramck, uh, there's going to be a music festival. I believe it's in Hamtramck coming up here, and uh, we're going to be talking with Lee. Uh, is Lee that Majors. in February? Is that when they do that? Uh, it is going to be in March. Oh, March. So late February, we plan on having possibly the Idiot Kids in here. Uh, cool. Yeah, which is one cool. of Lee's bands. Uh, Kristen and uh, Unlimited Head, who we've played here plenty yeah, on the show. Yeah, they got great stuff. Great stuff. Love that stuff. Yeah. Love that stuff. And, uh, and what, other, what other surprises might come on? The seatbelts are going to be coming back. All right, right. Good. Because Good. yours truly, Mr. JB here, signed on as their MC. Uh, for a show that's going to be coming up in uh, February. Oh, great. I'll be emceeing awesome. a show at uh, the New Way Bar oh, with wow. uh, the Seatbelts and a few other great awesome. bands of Zots and whatnot. So uh, we decided a few days before that to have the Seatbelts come back in for round two. Good deal. Those guys yeah. were a lot of fun, and fun. we always said we were going to do it again, so yeah. it looks like that's what we're doing. And uh, Mr. Washboard Floyd is going to be joining us on the 2nd of February. Going to be sitting in for you. Oh, dude. oh! Well, I'm uh, fleeing the country. Well, you're uh, headed Over up to in Canada. Canada again. Yeah, Stevens uh, headed across the border again in early February, and Mr. Washboard Floyd, who's been with us a couple different times, and actually uh, introduced us a year or so back. Yes, and he's going to be joining us talking about his uh, uh, 
podcast that he does, uh, stuff and other things with Bebop Floyd, uh, Bebop Jeff, Bebop Jeffries, yeah. Bebop Jeffries. Yeah. That's right. And uh, and that's it right now. If you want to be a guest on this show, if you've got meat that you want to bring to them to uh, our little piece of heaven here, you can find us at uh, fivegears.com. And uh, there's a tab there that says "Put your meat here" or whatever it says. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> uh, any any kind of business you have here in the state, whether you're a band, a comedian, uh, anything, that high end escort service, yeah, uh, fucking, you know, all, doesn't matter. All comers are welcome. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom. All right, let's take a look at another news story. Sure. Um, <clears throat> you know, the holidays is um, kind of a smuggler's paradise. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, yeah. Airport security lines get tapped out during the holidays. Did you know that, Steve? Uh, you know, that makes sense. Yeah. I can see that. Do you ever try to uh, smuggle anything yourself? Across the, uh, I have not really tried to smuggle anything. No? no. no not accidentally know. put like two keys up your ass or anything? I, I just don't like that kind of ass play, so I haven't really tried anything uh, like that. Not that you're probably going to admit anything on the air anyways. No, right? no, no. Of course no, not. I wouldn't. Uh, well, a few years ago, a woman <clears throat> during uh, the holiday season was arrested after her uh, Santa Claus ornament. Uh, she was uh, trying to bring her cross through security, was discovered to have a four and a half inch long knife concealed inside. And she said uh, it was a gift, and she claimed no knowledge of this thing. But, of course, it didn't fly with the TSA. No. Santa's got a shank. <laughs> well, he needs to protect himself. You don't know what you find when you go down those chimneys. Uh, you know? No. You could walk into a crack house and be <laughs> surrounded by a bunch of toothless crackheads and hope you have high-def TVs they can sell for drugs. I don't know. Well, uh, this kind of prompted a story that we were taking a look at um, where there were some interesting uh, smuggling techniques. They all get 10 points for creativity, although none of them f- – oh, uh, we're flying as well. They're so, all in. They're all in <clears throat> here because they failed. Is basically yeah. They failed. <laughs> I gotta get some water here. Hang on a second here. I'm uh, choking out for some reason here. There's some funny stuff in here though. We've got um, kind of the highlight of the top ten. <clears throat> okay, here we go. This first one here is in from uh, May 2016. Border protection agents in Tucson, Arizona, busted a woman traveling from a nearby uh, Nogales. I believe, Nogales, yeah. Nogales yeah. Uh, for attempting to transport a pound of meth. In what appeared to be burritos. <laughs> That's just awesome. It is. It's a great idea. Doug sniffing dogs led the agents to the loot, which was worth about three grand. Wow. I meth. think the club kids would love meth burritos. Like that would be, <laughs> you know what I mean? That would just be an awesome. I, I'd be. have a stand outside the club with meth burritos. I think I would get killing. <laughs> wow. That's kind of like uh What's that? Uh, what's that show? Breaking, Breaking Bad. Breaking yeah, Bad no, you could get yeah, Salmon El Pollo Loco. El Pollo Loco is the <laughs> chicken place in Breaking Bad. That's great. They wow. just uh, they played the marathon uh, over the. I was watching it. I, I did end up watching a bunch. I know. I was up to like two two thirty three o'clock in the morning uh, watching it when we were on our trip. It's interesting to watch a show over again <clears> because so Hank was the brother in law DEA agent and Hank got shot and killed near the end of the series. Right. And by that point, I felt bad. I'm like, ah, I feel bad for Hank. But now watching the marathon, you go back to the first episode where he's a prick to Walt. And yeah, I'm like, you yeah. know what? I don't feel bad about him getting shot at all. Yeah. It really changes your perspective yeah. on the series <laughs> when you watch well, that, it over again. That, that's, the beauty, that's the beauty of that show because um, over time, you kind of start to appreciate the determination that Hank has. Yeah. Right? But right. he is a jerk. Yeah. He was a he massive a jerk. jerk. Yeah. And, there's, and really, uh, and my son put it uh, to me this way, he said – there's really no good guy in the whole TV series, really. There, is there really anybody that's good there? Ah, the kid, the AJ. twisted up pretzel kid. Yeah, the, yeah. Well, the, yeah, but yeah. you know, but even then, he I didn't like his character. But nobody, nobody's nice. They, they were all bad people. Bad. 
Yeah, I guess you're right now that you mention it. But anyways. Yeah. But a great show. It was an awesome show. They need to bring it back. Uh, you know, I love the mar- I love the marathon. I could do without the uh, ASPCA and starving children. Uh, oh my god! Commercials. Yes. What the hell is that? All you know, about? if I'm I'm not watching a show about a guy who becomes a meth kingpin because I'm a good person. So don't. You know, <laughs> That's a great point. You know, don't ask me to reach into my wallet. <laughs> that it's, is a kind of a weird pairing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, let's take a look at some of the other smuggling ideas here. This one is pretty interesting. A bag. Full of stuffed animals. Uh, in 2010, a carry-on bag full of plush stuffed tigers bound for Iran caught the attention of X-ray operators at a Bangkok, Thailand airport when they discovered that it also contained a live sedated tiger cub. <laughs> so no one's going to notice the live one if we surround it with all the stuffed ones. I guess that's the uh, well. It was that sedated. Was the play. Yeah, right. It, it was, was sedated. It was, it was sedated, but authorities spotted the two-month-old cub's beating heart in the scan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Thai woman carrying the bag was arrested at the, and the cub went to a rescue center. Everyone knows you don't smuggle tigers from Thailand. You smuggle drugs. That's the way it works. I saw Broke Down Palace. I know how the world works. Oh, wow. shit. Who tries – she's trying to smuggle a tiger to Iran? Like, how does that even happen? Did the Ayatollah say I want a cat and somebody just went overboard? <laughs> Your Excellency. That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Um, let's see what else we got here. Uh, an apron in 2005, a woman loaded a specially made apron with 15 water filled plastic bags carrying 51 live tropical fish. Uh, the woman tucked the walking aquarium under her skirt after she flew from Singapore to Australia. She was uh, busted by custom agents, customs agents, uh, who became suspicious after hearing flipping noises coming from the vicinity of her waist. <laughs> Well, we uh, we apprehended the suspect when her water broke, and we realized she wasn't pregnant. <laughs> we found that to be suspicious. I would think so. That's pretty funny. Wow, that is a dumb fucking idea. Is what that is. That's I think just... all of them are pretty. Well, they're they're clever, but they're dumb. They're, yeah, they're dumb. This next one's pretty good because I know we did a story about the photographs um, sometime last year. Uh, in like, uh, this is likely the most colorful smuggling scheme. Yet, uh, inmates at a New Jersey prison in 2011 were found to be sneaking in the prescription drug Suboxone on the uh, pages of children's coloring books. Uh, the drug was dissolved into like a paste, and then it appeared to be uh, like orange paint on the Disney princess topped pages, uh, which were also scrawled with childlike handwriting in crayon to make things look extra innocent. So I thought about this one, and mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, it does look at first glance like a very good idea until you envision about 20 inmates furiously licking pictures of Disney princesses. And I just feel like that's going to draw suspicion. <laughs> you think? I just think the guards are going to say something's up when they see that, you know? That's pretty funny. It's but... like, I know you guys want to eat pussy, but that's uh, <laughs> that's not the way to go about it. Uh... <laughs> Ooh, you went there. You went there. I did. I did. Uh, well, that's we pretty funny, though. Here, so. Now, I think with the story we did over uh, sometime in uh, over the summer was that we were chewing on photographs, right, that were soaked yeah. in Suboxone. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They and I think they're, they're on to that whole thing now, so I don't think much of it's happening now. They have to come up with a new plan. Yes. Yeah. Oh, speaking of prisons, did you hear anything more on uh, Manson? What, they, they let him out? No, no, no. Do you, did you hear anything? He went into prison because he was really, really sick, and nobody said what the problem was. Oh, no, I didn't know. I didn't even know that. I didn't know you didn't that, know he was in prison? No, I know he's in prison. Oh, okay. Do you go to an infirmary? Is that what you're saying? 
Or Hanson's no, in, no, he's uh, no, no, he's uh, in the hospital, not prison. He's in the hospital. He's been in prison forever. So yeah, I know he's in the ho- well, like forty-seven years. He's in the hospital. Yeah, because uh, he's not feeling. Or well. I, or they call it the infirmary. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, yeah, All right. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know he wasn't feeling well. Um, yeah, he's a little under the weather. Yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> he's been under the weather since like nineteen seventy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Just what did he get? The, a cold? I don't, I don't know. know. I threw that out there. I thought maybe you were. I hadn't even heard about it. it. Uh, no. Yeah. No. No. That's. Uh, well, okay. good luck, Chuck. We hope that you. Uh, Chuck. <laughs> we good hope luck, that Chuck. you do well, and uh, maybe we should get a card for. I it. hope you didn't just have bad ink on that SWAT sticker tattoo on your forehead. That maybe. <laughs> maybe we should <laughs> maybe give you a rash. <laughs> I think we should get him a card, though. I think we should. Dear we should. Chuckles, <laughs> can I call you? Chuckles? Heard you're feeling. Heard you're not feeling well. Well, you know, he had that thing where the woman he was supposed to get married to. By like, the way, how's sex? Yeah, yeah. how's sex? <laughs> how's Squeaky from? Is she doing okay? Uh, okay. She tried to shoot any other presidents lately. <laughs> Jesus. She tried to shoot Gerald Ford, for those of you who don't know that. Um, oh, thank you for that side note. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but no, he was supposed to get married to that woman who was like 27 a few years ago. Yeah, what happened with that? Well, what happened was he found out that she only wanted to marry him to get the rights to put his body on display after he died. Whoa. Ooh. And he felt like that was less than um, <clears throat> loving and uh, <laughs> then called it all off. You know. And I, my thought was, you know, um, I have often wished that a woman would want me someday for my body. But that story made me really rethink that. <laughs> That's pretty hilarious. So get well soon, Chuck. We hope you feel better, Chuck. I really haven't seen much of him since the big Geraldo interview. I th- Gosh, uh, I just back Geraldo away. Geraldo Rivera interview. Yeah, it was a long time ago in the 80s, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think so. When he said, I'm in your head, man. That was a big <laughs> quote from that one. <laughs> and uh, finally, from our smuggling stories here, how about uh, this one here? Ecstasy. Pay attention now. This is a drug, guys. Ecstasy is said to expand your mind, but it's uh, unclear what effect more than 10 ounces of the drug produced in one famous head actually did. We're talking about the head of a Mr. Potato Head. (laughs) Uh, Mr. Potato Head toy uh, was intercepted by authorities on its way from Australia to Ireland back in 2017, excuse me, 2007, uh, after officers noticed the famous interchangeable face was carrying more than just spare arms in its back panel. (laughs) Mr. Potato Head's a druggie. Well, I wonder how they. I wonder how they uh, they did that one. It's like, well, <clears throat> we uh, noticed that Mr. Potato Head was smiling excessively and kept asking for bottled water, and uh, he also wanted to know where the raves were. And uh, then, uh, so we conducted the cavity search and recovered ten ounces of ecstasy in his back cavity. <laughs> wow, Mr. Potato Head smuggling. Pretty That's pretty good. That's- I I didn't remember that it had a back panel that you could smuggle. It does. The newer ones do. Oh, really? The newer ones do. I'm not sure ours did at the time. I've had a few Mr. Potato Heads. No. I've had a few Mr. Potato Heads in my time, I will tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, my potato heads. (laughs) I didn't just fall off a turnip truck. I've had a Mr. Potato Head. I've got one more here. This is a pretty good one here. Where is is it at? Here it is. Uh, Who knew that uh, T-shirt cannons... They fire up at every NBA game that could uh, serve a purpose other than starting a fan brawl in the arena. Uh, Smugglers apparently knew that you can use something else uh, with these cannons. Uh, U.S. Border Patrol agents reported seizing more than 30 cans of weed worth about $42,000. Holy shit. 
uh, scattered across an Arizona field in 2012 after smugglers used these cannons to lob the goods from Mexico over to the American soil. I just wonder if the military picked up on it and said, uh, apparently Mexico's declared war on us and they're firing marijuana canisters. <laughs> uh, yeah. What's the appropriate response? It's like, well, go pick them up and send a thank you note, I guess. <laughs> yeah. No shit. <laughs> I mean, uh, I guess some guys were probably supposed to pick them up and they probably just got too stoned and forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Jess, are you moving to Arizona? Uh, possibly, possibly. But that was people 30- are shooting pot cannons at me. I will take it. It was thirty cans of weed, and it was worth forty two thousand five hundred dollars. Now, how much is that in Taco Bell? Because that's uh, <laughs> what's the exchange. What's the exchange rate on a burrito supreme? That's, that's uh, funny. Uh, heart oh, attack. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I, I love that. Border Patrol is probably stoned for a month. <laughs> so if you guys ever uh, going to do any smuggling, start getting creative. Actually, they say that the TSA agents are getting very, very wise these days, and uh, especially for the crazy stuff. Well, here's what's interesting about this list. Uh, what's not on it? I mean, either people are no longer smuggling anything up their ass, or the TSA just considers that to be sensible smuggling because they didn't say it was crazy, <laughs> right? Didn't even make the list of weird things. Right. I guess, uh but a lot of people apparently don't know how X-ray machines work. That's uh, that's that's the weird thing. It's yeah. right. How how do you not know that? Uh, folks at home, the X-ray machines can see through shit. That's why they have them. Uh, <laughs> There's a sign so, right there that says, "I can see through shit." Right. That's right? exactly what it is. Yeah. They, I mean, if you're going to be a criminal, for God's sake, do a little research. You know, I don't know, buy smuggling for dummies or something. But uh, there was a guy who had a bunch of. Put in the time. I, I lost my page here, but there was a guy that had some bags of snakes taped to his torso. Oh my God, that was a guy from going from Denmark to Norway. Yeah, he had snakes and in tra- a tarantula, and apparently he just hmm. was in constant motion. <laughs> <laughs> he must have looked like Rodney Dangerfield on cocaine. You know. Just, can't sit still. Hey, you know what I mean? Hey, I know what you mean. Hey, I got no respect. Where am I going to sit down? <laughs> they did also. They did also mention in the story that some people actually smuggle things without even realizing it. Like when you yeah. buy antiques, and uh, especially right. the walking canes tend to have swords in them. Yes. Oh yeah, I used to have one of those back in the day. <laughs> Look at and her. then my friend got pulled over with it in his car and it got confiscated. Oh, I'm man. so sad about that. Wow. I wanted my walking please. cane with a sword because that's just pimp. It is. <laughs> Pretty much is. I think that's the intended demographic. I think like you could sell a green velvet suit with a yeah, you with could. A cane has a sword in it. You know with what some mean? gators. That shit goes together. Purple fur hat. Yeah. 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 And a sword cane. Yes. Nice. Hey, we're gonna play some tunes, guys. Right. Um this is uh the five gear show here, uh bringing to me from the Mitten State uh podcast Detroit. You know the drill. Uh the seatbelts, they're gonna be at PJ's Logger House uh this Saturday, early show around six PM. You should check this out. This is uh, from Joyride, great track called Work in the Line. And uh, just as a reminder, we're going to have them in uh, the studio with us once again in February. We're going to take a two-song break. Catch your asses on the other side. This is the Five Gear Show. Joy.
that's a that's a boner buster right there. That's a band called Dollhouse. Uh, the track is called "I Got the Feeling" from Rock and Roll Circus from '03. Now, that sounds very Detroit, uh, early Detroit, early uh, '70s, late '60s, and there's a reason for that because uh, these Swedish fellows, known as Dollhouse, uh, uh, met up with Michael Davis, the bass player from the MC5, back in the early 2000s. Oh. And uh, Michael Davis got a little boner of his owner and uh, said he really liked the band and produced their uh, Rock and Roll Circus, which came out in 03. Yeah, that was the peak of Swedish garage rock fever. Like yeah. you had uh, the Hives yep. and uh, all the Gothenburg Good stuff. scene. It was cool. It yeah. was very cool. I'm yeah. a big fan of garage rock. And, uh, and I know um, we play local, but we also play a little garage here and there on the show. And it's just, you know, it starts the motor for me. And I, I think the listeners enjoy it yeah, as well. Yeah, it's funny though. The Swedes, like <clears throat> I, the first one I heard from Sweden was the Nomads. I don't know if you ever heard oh, yeah. of the Nomads. Yeah. I love oh, absolutely. the Nomads. Yeah, and uh um, so yeah, it's cool. They have a scene there. It'd be fun to go over there and see some of that stuff. It would be absolutely. Yeah. The uh, <clears throat> there's also in front of that uh, we had the seatbelts. I still I'm still a little froggy. What the deal is with that? Okay. <laughs> All right, we're wow. good. Uh, the seatbelts. <laughs> the seatbelts. Thank you. The seatbelts from uh, Joyride. Uh, working the line. Little uh, <clears throat> blue collar rock and roll for you there. Uh, the belts will be at uh, PJ's Logger House, 6 p.m. Uh, this Saturday uh, for an early show. A little matinee action. Yeah, that's early. Huh? That's early. Did you get a juice box? Or... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm not trying to make fun of your show. No. But it's, it's, uh, Those guys are cool cats. Right. Uh, in fact, I was talking with Skid earlier today, and we actually set this up. I think it was today, today or yesterday. Um, they're going to come in and join us on the 9th of February, uh, cool. two days before we all get together <clears throat> at uh, the New Way Bar. And I'll be emceeing. Yours truly will be emceeing that show along with uh, the Zots and some other great local talent. The Meat Show. We're going to be doing some meat music for you. <clears throat> I'm still froggy. Damn it. Tell a joke, Steve. Tell, you, got, you got all kinds of shit for me. Make me laugh, funny man. God, that's, that's, <laughs> that's a lot of pressure. I, 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 Come on, man. You can't just get over there joke? in vocal distress and then ask me to save you with... You had a knock knock joke, or at least. Do I have a knock knock joke? No, I don't have a knock knock joke. I, I, uh, I, I don't. You can't do that to me. I don't have. That just doesn't work for I you. Don't it's have all any... timing, isn't it? I mean, you work hard, and so it's all a timing thing, right? With you. Well, I mean, I you know, there's a lot of bits I'm working on and stuff. You know, I mean, we were talking about the too soon thing. You know, and I had some Kid Rock jokes that were the follow up to that. You know, like because uh, I was like I said, I was trying to get the get out in front of his death so i'm ready so when you're he ready goes, when he dies you know? yeah. yeah so i have the jokes ready okay so i thought you know uh kid rock is a guy who really believed in the institution of marriage so he married pamela anderson three times just <laughs> hoping one of them would stick now all he has is a closet full of wife beaters and no wife so uh, that was one of them and the other my other favorite kid rock joke i have is that kid rock is a magician because he's the only guy i know who can take two songs i love and turn them into one song i hate <laughs> yeah and that's uh, werewolves of london and sweet home alabama which he turned into all summer long, which makes me want to rip my dick off every time I hear it <laughs> on my lake all summer. You know, it is um, th- that Fucking song. Annoying. That song was OK the first two or three times I heard it. And I thought, well, that's clever. But it isn't really uh, clever. A, a, a great song. No, no, it's not as clever yeah. as I thought it was. He, he thinks he stumbled on something because he noticed the, the similarities and the chord progressions of those two songs. Uh-huh. It's like, do you ever hear Adam Sandler do Werewolves of London? No. 
Yeah. Mm-mm. He does a very good version of that. Oh, really? Yeah, there's yeah. a song, uh, there's a, uh, a CD out there called Enjoy Every Sandwich, uh-huh. which was a quote that um, uh, Warren Zevon said on the uh, uh, Letterman show. Right. You know, he said, uh, Letterman had asked him, he says, if, if you had anything to tell anybody, because this was, he already knew he was sick. Right. I think it might have been his last uh, guesting on the show because they were good friends. Right. And he said, if you have any words for people and wise, you know, and, and he said, well, enjoy every sandwich because <laughs> you just never know. Yeah. Right. And there was a tribute record. And then there may have been a, even a follow-up. But Adam Sandler does uh, Werewolves of London on there. And he kills it. Really? Oh, hell yeah! It's yes. like a straight performance? Yes. It's not, it's like, not, not uh, comical? It's not uh, that Hanukkah shit yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just does it straight up. Oh, that's, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's actually pretty good. Well, good for him. Uh, no, I uh, we have, I was doing a, another thing. We, you know, we have cats. We have nine cats. Because uh, I, I don't want a funeral. I just want them to eat me when I die. And, um, <laughs> and uh, but... A couple of them run away a lot because, you know, basically they're a disloyal, narcissistic species. And um, <laughs> so so my wife's like, let's get this GPS. Now, it's not the chip. The chip is just – people think a chip is a GPS. It's not. The chip is just something you scan. It gives you information. There's no right. transmitter. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. But we found an actual G- GPS, and it's a little medallion that you put on the collar for the cat. Is it oh. like that butt jewel that we talked about? Mm. Well, it looks like that kind of, but <laughs> oh, it's okay. – it's, it's, so, so I get so and then you pair your phone with it and then you can see where the thing is right. Okay, so yeah. I look at the box and it tells me that I can find my cat as long as it's within a hundred feet of my phone. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, that's great. So if I see the cat in front of me, I can look at my phone and it will tell me if I'm hallucinating. Right? It's like, holy shit, that's you! I just thought I had a bad tuna fish sandwich from the shell station. Oh my god! Yeah, so that's a great thing we well, got. Well, what kind of what kind of point is it to have that? Yeah, well, it, that's what I thought. Hundred feet. Hundred feet isn't shit. Not yeah, it's, it's, it's completely useless. Because you had to go into a drain pipe at one point and look for your for the cat, one right? cat. Yeah, because yeah. we think he's got another family, and he just runs away every so often and hangs out with them. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, little whore. Yeah, we staked out a drain yes. pipe. We staked out a drain pipe till two o'clock in the morning. You know, <laughs> like for the kitty. And the owner said. You know, the owner said, are you going to stick around? I said, well, yeah. I mean, if it was a kid, I would have left two hours ago, but it's my fucking cat. <laughs> I mean, a kid can't live off field mice in a drain pipe, but my cat could. And, you know, I got to be here when it comes out. You know, it's a good thing. Uh, it's a good thing you don't have kids, I think. No, it would be horrible. Yeah. Just yeah. horrible. You don't think you'd make a good dad? No, I think I think I would just depress them so much. You know, it's like I'd have to keep their belt and shoelaces from them all the time. It would be terrible. I mean, my family sat around on Christmas night, Christmas night at my aunt's house. We discussed suicide techniques and really? like which ones were the best. Really? Like, they're, like they're all in their sixties, you know. Like uh-huh. and uh, so, you know, uh, and one person brought up that my cousin hung himself, and and like I said, yeah, and he nailed it on the first try. Boom, got it right. And I said, well, I couldn't do that because I'm too fat. I need like mooring lines, something really heavy that would hold me, you know. And uh, and uh, and I, and they're they're discussing all these things like shooting yourself. And I said, listen, whatever. I, I mean. What did right. anybody hear ever hear carbon monoxide? I mean, why are we talking about all this? You know, and uh, so yeah, it was a really a Norman Rockwell moment where we sat around the table discussing that. Wow. So to follow that up, I was in Lansing doing a show at Crunchy's on Tuesday night, and I get a text message from my wife saying that she left the fireplace on with the flue closed for a couple of hours. Oh no! And the carbon monoxide detector was going off, and it was on seventeen, and was that high? And, uh, <laughs> and I'm like, well, I don't know what the units are, so I don't know if that's high. Uh-huh. And so she said, well, what should I do? And I said, well open windows and go outside. She said, I did that. I said, well, how do you feel? 
And she's like, well, I feel a little dizzy. And I said, well, then I guess just call the fire department. Right. So she, uh, <laughs> she calls, she calls the fire department and, uh, and then I text her saying what happened. Okay. Before yeah. I'm going to go on stage. Gotcha. Here's the last message I get before I go on stage. Okay. And okay. I read this to the audience. Uh-huh. Fire department just let everything. I think I just affect me psychologically. <laughs> I'm a little dizzy. Oh, no. Lisa. That was the last message I got. So I told the crowd, uh, I'm going to be in the market for a not too selective hooker in the near future. And, uh, Jeez. Yeah. So a couple of the comics, I should say, a couple of the comics heard the joke in the back. The fire department came and they said, well, either she was dizzy from the carbon monoxide or the fire department just fucked the shit out of her. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Uh, oh. I should never have said that, but they did. And it was funny. And, uh, so, but uh, so, yeah, that was. Uh, That's uh, an interesting. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. That's how I started my set with that text message because you know, and it was really the only thing I got laughs on, by the way. So really, hey, that's a actually she she, her almost killing herself has produced two like that, and then I got another one where she stabbed herself trying to get a seat out of an avocado, and she plunged a Costco steak knife into an artery in her left hand. Really, and that bit works really well, you know. So, um, (laughs) thanks, Lisa. Her near death experiences are really enhancing my comedy career. You know, Uh, so jeez, yeah, honey, what else you got up your sleeve? Yeah, no. Mrs. Hanson, take better care of yourself, would you? No, I mean, I mean she hit an artery. It was wow. bad. You know what I mean? I, I mean, guess. I drove her to the hospital. And it was like I was taking Carrie home from the prom. And it Ouch. was like really Jeez, bad. You know? Ouch. Note to self, be careful with well, the avocados. Was, well, she was embarrassed, too, you know? She's, well, I mean, yeah. like, she's old enough that she's supposed to know how to handle a steak knife, and she's Mexican enough that she's supposed to know how to handle an avocado. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know? so, you're such a dick. <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah. take a look at a story here of a, of a lady down in Pennsylvania who was kind of a dick. Uh, <laughs> uh, Pennsylvania town councilwoman resigns after threatening to beat a man with his own body part. <laughs> I love this story. And she said she was only joking. Uh, Councilwoman Sandra Hinkle told the Associated Press on Thursday that the controversy prompting her to resign is a blessing in disguise because she's tired of the infighting and other contentious issues on the council. Uh, The Daily Record first reported uh, that firefighter Christopher Wilhelm had begun circulating a petition calling for Hinkle to resign after they argued at a Tuesday town council meeting. Uh, an argument that started after firefighter Wilhelm recorded an eight-minute Facebook live video at this meeting about the town's budget, which he said uh, he was trying to publicize for residents who couldn't attend the meeting. Hmm. Councilwoman Hinkle did not dig that so much, and she said to firefighter Wilhelm, if that video goes on YouTube or Facebook, I will take your Fake leg off and beat you with it. <laughs> the leg he lost to cancer. The leg oh he God. lost to cancer in 2010. Uh, Hinkle told the AP that her joking threat stemmed from a long-running joke among firefighters about Wilhelm's condition. Still, so let me let me point let me let's break that down a little bit. Um, her defense. 
to uh, making light of this guy's prosthetic leg is that they had always given him shit about it. I think that's a pretty <laughs> shitty defense. Uh, yeah. We always made fun of the handicapped guy, so why should I stop now is basically what she's saying. <laughs> exactly. Um, but hopefully in the future she'll learn to be a decent citizen and threaten somebody with a crowbar, not their own prosthetic leg. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? She really needs to learn from the experience, uh, I think. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, she didn't like being taped. Uh, no, she said uh, she said that she uh, didn't like being recorded, but recognizes that uh, uh, firefighter Wilhelm had the right to do so. Yeah. Uh, that she has a disabled grandchild, and said she would never seriously threaten a disabled person, even though she did. Yeah, I would never do what <laughs> yeah. I did. Is what she said. <laughs> I would never do that ever again. I don't know. I think you should always let people know you're taping them, uh, unless you're making a sex tape. Then you absolutely shouldn't. <laughs> Because no. spontaneity is key with a sex tape, you know what I mean? You don't want people worrying about the camera getting their good side or how their hair looks, you know? It, right. it really kills the moment, so. Uh, but other than that, I, I think you should definitely let them know. Honey, so. stop looking at the camera. Yes. We, it's, it's against the law in Michigan to tape people without their knowing under certain circumstances. Really? Yes, it's in the Michigan Penal Code, ah. section 750.5390 for those of you who want to look it up. Okay. God, I wish I had that memory. I don't have it either. I wrote it down here. It's, oh. Never mind. it's in his notes in front of him there. What do you think I am, Rain Man? <laughs> 400 Oak Street. <laughs> Watmer 430. Kmart sucks. I'm an excellent driver. Kmart does suck. <laughs> yeah. He was really right about that. They just announced he, another shitload of stores. Yeah, across. yeah. I saw that. And uh, nobody will really notice. No, I don't think so. I was looking at the list. I didn't list. even know they're around still. So there's yeah. that. We Kmart, have one so, by surprise. us. So we had one by us, and so um, uh, Christmas Eve, the day before Christmas Eve, I was at the post office, and I went over there just to get like stocking stuffers, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. And I had this. I looked. I saw a Kmart gift card. I'm like, I bet I could put like two dollars on that and tell somebody I gave him five hundred and just give it to him. I'd look like a real shooter. Because who the fuck's gonna cash that in? Right? No one's gonna go to Kmart. What do I, you know, no one's gonna do that. No. no. But I saw a Kmart gift card, you know, and I'm wow. like, wow, talk about burnt offerings. Well, like you, better, you better, you better, you better, if you got a Kmart gift card, you better use it because I think within uh, 30, 60 days, uh, they're going to start closing yeah. stores. That's really a gift that just says we're just not that close. Uh, <laughs> I don't like you that much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, let's take a quick music break, and then we'll come back off and sign off on the show tonight. Uh, I'm going to go all the way back to 1966 for this one here. Uh, this is Billy Lee Riley, a little rockabilly for us here from uh, 66, House of the Rising Sun. This is the Five Gear Show here on PodcastDetroit.com. Bitches, we will see you right on the other side.
little Billy Lee Riley there, 1966, House of the Rising Sun. It's actually not rockabilly. Uh, it's more country kind of, but it was really good. Yeah, I, uh, I was I was going through my my MP3s and I said, "Ooh, I like that one. I'm gonna play it." Um, and I don't think he has any local ties, but you know, you're not always gonna hear local on this show. Damn it! Okay. Well, that was the year I was born, so that's close enough. Sixty six. That's a tie. That's a tie. Yeah, I didn't know him, but that was the year I was born. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, good tune, anyways. We played a lot of great stuff tonight. Yes. Uh, gosh, we had those hounds. We started off the show. We had dude. Um, my friends. Uh, I can't say my friends. Uh, a band I like a lot from Colorado called In the Whale. Uh, Good stuff. I'm going to find a way to get them to call in on this show. I'd love to see them guys come through our area, but they'd never get this far over. Uh, in the Whale, find them on Facebook. Uh, whiskey, Gin, and Beer is what we played earlier. The Barbicans, some good old garage rock. Our buddies, the Seatbelts, we played tonight. Dollhouse. And uh, we're going to finish off tonight with a little prog rock from a band called Earth Engine uh, on the River's Red. We'll do that in just a minute. We're going to tie things up. Uh, tie up, uh, I think we're, what, 64? Show 64? I think so. Yeah, you yeah. usually know. I can never remember. Well, I was, and then we took a break. And- <clears throat> yeah, we've been gone for a couple of weeks. We took that <laughs> oh, uh, that game. final show off, and uh, we're back, and we're glad you're back here with us here on the uh, Five Gear Show, bringing you meat from the Mitten State. And uh, as I mentioned earlier on the show, if you've got some meat that you want to show us, uh, we're all for that. Um, you can go to our uh, Facebook page and uh, send us a message, or you can go to our website, fivegears.com. Uh, we're also the Five Gear Show on Facebook. Um, if you're a band, comic, um, would, would you say escort service? High end escort high service. En- high end. Yes. I don't want crack horse, but yeah. I mean, <laughs> uh, I'm going to need that. Apparently, I just got a text message from my wife. Omg, I can't believe you said that on the air. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so if uh, there's any hookers with a spare bedroom, <laughs> just call in podcastdetroit.com. <laughs> so I have house. somewhere to go this evening. <laughs> you did kind of have that look on your face, like you shouldn't let that one roll, but you did anyways he like regretted it before he started saying it regretted even yeah. more while he was saying it you could see that in his face well but my dad always said and if you have a joke to say you just have to let it out and apologize <laughs> like that's yeah. he said it's just not good to hold that stuff yeah. in don't be too hard on him when he gets home he he, he means well <laughs> yeah I, uh, it was a tough it was a tough call and uh, obviously made the wrong one and so that's it so. Okay. Well, anyways, uh, if you got a business out there or you're an artist or any, any any cool shit, bring your meat to the Five Gear Show. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us at Five. And uh, despite the way Jeff's describing that with our yeah. tagline, Meat from the Mitten State, we're not looking for a flurry of dick pics. Um, so, um, <laughs> I never really thought about Metaphorically that. Metaphorically You sound like guys, you're producing a pornograph- really uh, porn does. film. I'm uh, trying to like, give show you me a- your meat. Bring me your meat. <laughs> <laughs> we, he, said, he said, show us your meat. I'm like, look, I'm trying to create a tagline that people remember. Uh, they'll remember it. I don't want to be traumatized by their response to it is what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, I also want to mention out there if you oh, have- look, that one curves the left. Oh, look, that one's uncircumcised. I could have done without that. Uh- <laughs> Somebody put a sock on that one. <laughs> You're European, huh? Okay. <laughs> but seriously, though, uh, if we can actually try to do that. Uh, we're also uh, signing up sponsors for 2017 if you've got uh, uh, meat you want to pay for, I guess. Uh, <laughs> just going to keep doing it. Um, we are looking for sponsors. Jeff for got us. a shovel for Christmas and he's digging himself a big fucking hole with it. <laughs> Anyways, you can find us on uh, Facebook. You can also go to my Facebook page, Jeff Barham. Uh, uh, as well, we do some posting through there as well. Or you can go to Steve Hansen on uh, Facebook and send his dick pics there. <laughs> yeah. uh, Stephen R. Yeah, I have a whole, I have a folder <laughs> already set up. So, the folder of Richard. Yeah. yeah. 
again, next week, uh, Jarrett Coral from Jet Plastic Recordings, the very successful Jet Plastic Recordings. Looking forward to having him in the studio with us. And uh, we have all kinds of great stuff lined up for 2017. We're even talking about going live somewhere. We, uh, If we do, we want to see your ass there. So you mark that on your uh, refrigerator with a big fat Sharpie, and we'll tell you more about that down the road. Uh, Jess, thank you so much for making it sound so sexy tonight. No, thank you guys for the entertainment. <laughs> Prosthetic legs and meat and all. Yeah. <laughs> so. Lots been said, huh? Lots and been yes. said. Lots been said. And uh, thanks for everything in 2016. Looking forward to working with you in 2017. Same here. Mr. Stephen R. Hansen, you yes, dick, sir. you. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, me. I started the year off with a bang. Be nice to him. He's going to be hearing that all night long, okay? Yeah, yeah. Steve, thanks for all your uh, hard work in 2016 as well. Oh, sure. It was a pleasure. And, it's uh, fun to be here. Fun yeah. to have yucks every week here. Yeah, so. let's do it again this year. Yeah, Have some yeah, for fun sure. with it. And uh, people can find you, uh, Steve Hansen, on uh, Facebook. And uh, all your gigs are always there, right? Well, at some point. It's not like there's – yeah, I mean, I'll, I post them a couple days before. It's yeah. not like there's an ongoing thing that I'm – And the two things everybody says after they see your show is, yeah, he is a dick. And B, he is a funny <laughs> fucker. Sometimes the women will just say, he's so mean. They don't say dick, you know, because they're too nice. But I have had, he's so mean. I do get that a lot, you know. Well, you know, and I'm then just I feel kidding. good. I know I've done my job. So, you know, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you're a dick all the time. <laughs> Thank you for qualifying that. I appreciate that. Everybody else, thanks for joining us. First show in the books. Join us again next week, uh, seven o'clock, Thursday, bringing you meat. From the Mitten State. (laughs) (laughs) This is PodcastDetroit.com, the five-gear show you take care. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.